Hey, DJs, it is Tuesday, January 30th. With the NFL season winding down, we're going to look ahead to next season and the available quarterbacks in the draft. Our college football guru, Sex Panther, will let us know what he thinks. Then we're going to bet some NBA and NHL. I'm Mad Magazine, joining me, the one and only Sex Panther. We've hit the spot of the year where I am grasping at straws for topics. Yeah, depression set in. I even said I chimed in real quick before you hit the record button the nhl fucked up like you're taking your all-star break this weekend like you got the whole week the nba and the nhl have like the next two weeks all to themselves they'd be taking advantage of it not putting out one game two games and then taking your all-star break Uh, i mean they're already going to take next sunday off or at least sunday evening because nobody goes up against the super bowl it's a freaking national world holiday but definitely national holiday so i don't know nhl messed up and that that just makes it harder for us right we got to keep coming up with topics to talk about and i mean the 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 granddaddy of them all we're going to talk about football so quarterbacks most important position right yes indeed we will get to that in a second but uh, let me uh let me comment on your nhl story too uh because they're not even going to have the weekend to themselves isn't it also the fucking Pro Bowl weekend for Nobody NFL? cares about that. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. This year, it's different, Sex Panther. This year. Again? <laughs> Eli and Peyton are coaching the teams. It's totally different now. It's absolutely, it's, it's to, like, this is it. This, this is, this is, this is the key to the Pro Bowl weekend, Sex Panther. And then what? Pat Pat McAfee's gonna call the game. What are we What are we doing here, NFL? <laughs> then Pat McAfee is gonna run into the ring briefly, look at Omos, and just jump out. That's what it feels like. They're turning <laughs> this into WWE. Like what the hell? Oh, for you wrestling fans out there, hopefully I didn't spoil anything for the Royal Rumble. I feel that it is Tuesday. I can talk about things that happened on Saturday night uh, in the Royal Rumble. Anyway, uh, guess. So I'm over here at PFF, and PFF does a lot of great stuff with rankings. They have their quarterback rankings. Uh, this will be the you know the rankings of the quarterbacks, and then also where they are in the overall rankings. Um, and then I have the draft order. And so we let me wow, I'm gonna go old school. See, I can do this. You can't because you're driving. Nor should you. I got this is called paper. I don't know. Younger people, if you know what paper is, and this is called a pen. And I'm going to do this as we go. Okay, teams that need quarterbacks. And and this could be a, a, a you know, a, a yes, no, maybe situation, Sex Panther. Okay, starting off with number one, the Chicago Bears. I'm going to put them in the maybe category, right? Be- because I, we think that they have a quarterback. But do they think they have a quarterback? I'm going to put the uh, Chica- Chicago Bears got to be in the maybe category, right? That's that's the caveat. It's uh, you and I agree. We've kind of been on the Justin Fields thing uh, for a while, but and this is the big but. I don't think it's the talent. I think it's the contract, right? So they have 
one more year and then option year or do you get the rookie and lock up a rookie for five years? Because if they, they hold on to fields and they can look at a quarterback again next year, um, then, then you're going to have to give them a contract next year. So uh, yes, I, I think it's a, maybe the fact that they haven't come right out and said what they're doing makes it a maybe, but you and I are agreement. I think Justin Fields needs to be the guy. All right. Washington, they need a quarterback. No doubt. All right. Uh, New England, they need a quarterback. Or two. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Arizona, we're going to say no, right? I think they're, they're stuck not, with that contract, drafting, right? They're not, they, yeah, they're not drafting a quarterback. Uh, Chargers, they're not drafting a quarterback. Uh, Giants, oh, man, maybe. we got to put them in the maybe category, don't we? I think we do. Um, yeah. You know, the problem with the Giants has been health. Right when Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley are both healthy, they were pretty good. But we've seen that about as much as we saw the big three in Brooklyn, right? Yeah, exactly. So listen, I mean, they're in the maybe category, but I'm skewing towards no, just because they gave Daniel Jones that contract. Be you get right. injured, they do have Tyra Taylor on 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 the team who looked pretty good. Oh, you know, so it's a maybe, but skewing no. Tennessee, I'm I'm putting no. I, uh, I I think I, they I think they stick with Levis for at least another year. I think they've I they they had to like what they saw from Levis. I think they're going to give him another chance. But you know, new head coach, revamped offense. They've got to go get some more talent. They're going to have to get a new running back. Um, they're going to need some wide receivers. So it's kind of hard to say if Levis is the guy or not because the whole team needs revamped. But I agree with you. I think they are running with Will Levis for 2024. Atlanta's a yes. Atlanta's drafting a quarterback. I think so. I think that they've seen enough out of Ryder to determine he's not the guy. Um, yeah, I, if they can get one of the you know big six of the quarterbacks, which they should be able to, I, I think definitely they draft a quarterback here. Okay, Chicago drafting again at nine. Uh, the Jets, no, right? They're they're not drafting a quarterback. <laughs> Imagine them drafting a QB, and what that would do to Aaron Rodgers. Remember last time Aaron Rodgers got a QB drafted. He, they're drafting a wide receiver. They're drafting anything Aaron Rodgers wants here, right? <laughs> they're not drafting a quarterback this year. Probably, but I he signed a two year deal. This got nothing out of year one. I mean, he's banging on the door at 40 years old. How many more years? Are you going to really just wait till he walks out the door to get his replacement? I know he didn't like what Green Bay did, but Green Bay has done that historically. They brought Aaron Rodgers in before Favre was gone. It would be in the Jets' best interest to possibly look at a quarterback, but if they don't want to piss off the prima donna, they probably don't. I listen. I think they trade this trade. I think they're going to try to go all in for Vegas to try to get Devontae Adams. I don't think that they will. I think Devontae Adams seems happy with Pierce over there in Vegas. The Jets are going to do whatever they can to win now with Aaron Rodgers. I don't think they're going to waste a draft pick on a quarterback here. Maybe in the later rounds, they get like a backup quarterback type thing that, that you can pacify uh, Rodgers with. Is like, oh, this is a guy, this guy's going to be your backup or some shit like that. Um, 
I don't think the Jets do it. I yeah, I'm gonna put them in the no category. I just, no, I just don't I think they do it. I just don't think they do it. Yeah, they could get a quarterback. I but I agree with you. I don't think they do it in the first round. Minnesota. It's a maybe, right? I mean, they could bring Cousins back, right? They it's could. But how many more years does Cousins have? Three, four, maybe. I mean, this is a team that's been so close for so long. Well, it was the coach. It was the defense. It was, and now, but they're losing the assets, right? Dalvin Cook's gone. Um, they lost Diggs a few years ago. Maybe Jefferson's gone in a couple years. Like, if they they either bring Cousins back and try and run it back, or it's just time to punt and start over. Denver. Whew. I mean, the rumor is Wilson's out, right? That's the rumor. So this this has got to be a maybe towards the S, right? Yeah, and I mean, the, the one thing the NFL did do right is they make it affordable to get get it wrong, <laughs> like draft a quarterback and be wrong. What they didn't have it fixed is when GMs and owners are stupid and sign the Russell Wilsons and Deshaun Watsons of the world to big fat contracts. And I don't feel bad for the Broncos in their stupidity, but they can go get a replacement for cheap, right? Compared to that contract, it's cheap. Uh, but I think you have to be done with Russell Wilson. You're going to eat a big chunk of that contract, but you're going to have to go get a quarterback and in the draft is where they're going to find it. Yeah. Uh, Las Vegas. That's a yes. They're not set. They're not set at quarterback. They're, they're not set. I mean, who they, they got, I don't uh, think O'Donnell's the guy. I don't think he is. Yeah. I don't think so. I think it's new Orleans. I'm going to put a no for now. I don't think that they are going to do it this year. I think they'll run car back another year. I think so too. Colts are no. They just drafted a quarterback last year. Um, the Seahawks, maybe. Especially with a new uh, head coach, maybe. I wouldn't be surprised. Jacksonville's a no. Cincinnati's a no. Uh, Rams are a no. Pittsburgh is a yes. Yeah, they don't traditionally do not, it. They're probably not, right? It's probably not, they're not probably, the draft. They're, yeah, they're gonna get right. a, they're gonna get a veteran. They're gonna get. A, I totally agree there. Uh, Miami's a no. Philadelphia's a no. Uh, Houston's a no. Dallas is a no. Uh, Green Bay's a no. Tampa Bay's probably a no. Uh, Buffalo's a no. Detroit's a no. Baltimore's a no. Kansas City's a no. San Francisco's a no. So anyway. I count all right with the maybes one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten fucking teams. Six Panther, a third of this league need quarterbacks. I, I'm astounded by that. A third of this league need QBs. QBs are hard to come by. I mean, they're easy to come by, but good QBs. Great QBs, franchise QBs are hard to come by. And that's why you've seen teams, you know, they don't like where they're at and they jettison these players so quick. They give, I mean, the Cleveland Browns, it's a running joke where they have the names of every quarterback on the back of a jersey of guys who haven't gotten it done in Cleveland 
uh, you know, Flacco to be the, the most recent one to be tagged on there. And, uh, he had a great season uh, filling in for Watson, but it's just a revolving door of quarterbacks. They've made it easy for the teams to take a chance, but because they've made it easy for teams to take a chance on the quarterback, they've made it easy for teams to give up on that quarterback. And I think that's kind of the downside, right? That, that, Hey, we didn't get instant success. We didn't get the Patrick Mahomes success in year one or year two. So we're going to start over. There are teams. Chicago's the one that's going to stand out, right? That are banging on the thing. They're right there. That was a team that could have been 10 win team this year with health, defense, a few things just go their way. They're a 10 win team. And they're thinking about punting and starting over again. Ah, I hate it. But, you know, to your point, 10 teams and some of those teams are sitting on quarterbacks. Justin Fields, uh, you know, Kirk Cousins. Cousins, If the Vikings uh, don't sign him, he's going to go somewhere else. Russell Wilson's probably going to get a job. Uh, He's still got Geno Smith in Seattle. I mean, there's guys that are still there. there. So, again, I'm tentatively 10 teams. Okay. I have have PFF in front of me, and they have their – top quarterbacks that are coming into the draft. Uh, I don't know if you know the full list of quarterbacks, so I'm not going to put you on the spot of who's the best coming out. <laughs> I was going to do that. I was going to, who's the best coming out? And you're probably like, I don't know who's in the transfer portal or who's fucking drafted or anything. Oh, I can do it. I can do <laughs> okay, it. Okay, who's the, who's the best coming out? Well, I'll tell you who the media thinks is the best, and that's Caleb well, Williams. Yeah, of course, the media thinks that. Who do you think is the best sex Panther? I think it's Drake May. I think it's Drake May out of North Carolina. He's a gunslinger. He's going to be more like the Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers type of quarterback. He makes mistakes. He takes chances. But isn't that what you get from those guys? Patrick Mahomes takes chances. Aaron Rodgers takes chances. Drake May is of that mold. He's a gunslinger. He'll force it. He'll throw an interception. But he's going to make the play more often than not. If you're looking for a quarterback to build around, to me, it's Drake May. I totally agree. I think Drake May is the guy in this draft. Now, granted, I thought Will Levis was the guy in the draft last year. It's still to be determined. <laughs> I mean, I I still hold out hope from Levis uh, being the guy. I, I think Drake, our resident North Carolinian, is going to fucking chime in here. Thank you, Homer, for, for maybe uh, t- t- taking us down a notch here about the Drake May fucking mania here. <laughs> um, but I agree. Uh Oh, he's saying another failed UNC. Listen, talk about, we can talk about failed USC quarterbacks if you want, because, I mean, Caleb Williams is going to get drafted number one, and he's going to be another failed uh, quarterback. So looking at this right now, okay, so Panther and I both agree that Drake May should be the number one quarterback. Caleb Williams will be the number one quarterback, right? There's there's no argument. Whoever is picking the first quarterback is taking Caleb Williams. I I'm going to throw a wrinkle into that, though. Because if Chicago skips, if Chicago does not get Caleb Williams, I wonder if Washington, again, it's far removed, but I wonder if they have a bit of pause about drafting a guy like Caleb Williams after dealing with RG3 and all of those injuries over those years. And who led them to success was Kirk Cousins. I think Drake May fits more of the Kirk Cousins like, mindset than he does you know like Caleb Williams is kind of like the RG3 Drake May might be more of like the Kirk Cousins in a way 
I wonder if Washington goes for dependability as opposed to going for a guy that could have potential to be like, listen, Chicago might pass up a dual threat quarterback that they already have for another dual threat quarterback. I think that's asinine. And I could see Washington saying, let's, let's get the guy that's going to be dependable. Like what is the best ability availability? Do we think Caleb Williams after his first NFL hit, he's going to stand up. I worry about that. I worry about this kid. I worry about his mental uh, fragility also in the NFL. He's got some problems. Like, I'm just saying, he's he's got some sensitivity, if you will. That's my biggest issue with Caleb Williams. Talent-wise, freak of nature. He can make all the plays. He's got a cannon for an arm. He can run with the best of them. But his the, the thing between his ears and his mouth, he's got an ego the size of LeBron James. And unlike LeBron, you know, LeBron was kind of the quiet kid coming out. He didn't dub himself the king. Sports Illustrated did. But Caleb Williams is like, anybody that passes on me is going to regret it. Like, dude, shut up. I'm passing on you because you won't shut up. I, if I'm a GM, I don't care how gifted this kid is. I don't want him. Yeah, someone's going to take him. So maybe Chicago... Uh, maybe watching the okay. Homer taking jabs at me. He said Sam Darno about to get a ring as uh, being a backup. I, I chimed, that doesn't count. That doesn't I, count. <laughs> I chimed back though. I didn't know Darno got traded to the Chiefs. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> All right. So, so so Kale Williams is ranked number one in PFF. Drake May ranked number two in PFF. Okay. After that, it drops down to Jaden Daniels. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Who they're saying maybe Denver drafts all the way at eleven. I think they're skipping over some quarterbacks here because New England needs a quarterback as well. I think I think Drake May fits perfect in New England, by the way. So if Washington does get Caleb Williams, New England should probably get Drake May. I I he's 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 a fucking New England type quarterback, right? I mean, so I don't I don't I think so Jaden Daniels number they're ranking his the third. Um, Michael Penix Jr., they've got fourth on, on the list. Uh, they got Bo Nix out of Oregon fifth. They've got J.J. McCarthy for the Wolverines, number sixth, but they they don't have him. They, they have him in the second round. Uh, they've got Michael Pratt from Tulane in the third round. So those are the top seven quarterbacks there. Now, it's a quarterback uh, uh, deep draft. They've got these seven, but they've got two of them going in the second or third round, and I just counted ten teams that need quarterbacks. So something's going to give here. Uh, there's probably going to be some trade-ups for for one of these guys. It's so would you agree that the top five would be Caleb Williams, Drake May, Jaden Daniels, Michael Penix Jr., and Bo Nix, or does uh, McCarthy or Pratt deserve a little bit more love? Um, Honestly, I don't know really anything about Pratt. Um, McCarthy is an intelligent kid. He's a, he's a smart quarterback, but because of the talent on that team, he was never asked to do the things that the other quarterbacks did. Jay Daniels, I mean, you're playing in the SEC and you're asked to carry this team. And I think he threw two interceptions on the entire year. Like his touchdown to interception ratio was just astronomically good so good he he makes tough throws in a tough conference i think 
I'm looking at him maybe a little more than I am uh, Bo Nix. Michael Penix Jr., here's what I will say about Penix. He's kind of been a journeyman. He's kind of been around, but he was good at Indiana. He's good at Oregon. I, I mean, or, or excuse me, Washington. This kid can play. This kid can just flat out play. He's a winner. Um, I probably got him pegged third. I would probably look at Daniels fourth and Bo Nix if you had to, but I don't know that I'm married to a guy. Like, I'm not trading up for Bo Nix. I'm not trading up for J.J. McCarthy. If those guys are there in the second or third round and you want to take a flyer, okay. But I'm probably not trading up for those guys. I think it's Drake May, Caleb Williams is going to get drafted, whoever wants that headache, and then the other three, and then maybe take a flyer after that. You know, the one thing I, I like about Penix Jr. is, and, and honestly, I didn't I didn't watch a ton of him playing, of course. I'm, I'm not a college football guy. But it's something that I noticed from Jordan Love this year that seems to be an advantage. And it's this kind of like, I won't say awkward, but weird throwing motion that is hard to bat down balls. And you get, like, great velocity. Like, Jordan Love throws the ball in such a way that it's almost impossible for teams to, like, knock it down at the line of scrimmage, and he somehow launches it, like, 80 yards, you know? And I think Penix has a very similar uh, capability there. So, and, and you know, he can, he can move around. He's not, I won't say he's, like, the most athletic or the fastest out of the bunch, right? I mean, you definitely put uh, Jaden Daniels as more of a dual threat or Caleb Williams as more of a dual threat on, on, on the board than, than you'd put Penix Jr. But he, he's, he's, he can move around. I mean, he's sneaky fast, right? He's, he's like uh, uh, <laughs> Josh Allen. Like Josh Allen, like, Daniel Jones, you know, sneaky fast. Uh, I put Penix Jr. in that category more than the elusive Lamar Jackson type guy. Uh, but he can launch the ball. I mean, he's he's got an arm on him. But I think I tend to agree that you know I, I'd probably the the guys that the guys that I would you know trade up for, if you will, um, would probably be Penix Jr. Or Drake May, right? Those are the type of guys that I, you know, I'd probably again. I'm, I'm assuming that Caleb Williams is just untrade upable, like unless Chicago makes a move. I mean, you know, I think Chicago should draft Marvin Harrison Jr. Leave the quarterbacks to other teams, but maybe, maybe there's, uh, I don't know, maybe Minnesota. They're just like or Atlanta. They're like, fuck it, we're gonna just trade all the way up to number one and uh, and get get our guy who we think it is. I mean, I could see. Same thing, you know. Maybe I'm I'm looking a little bit in the, into history a little too much, but I could see Atlanta like going for you know a guy like uh, Caleb Williams, you know, trying to tap into some glory days of a you know movable quarterback, you know, after uh, having Matt Ryan, that stoic fuck for all those years, you know. Uh, maybe they go back to the uh, the good old days of Michael Vick before he started dog fighting. Um, I I will say. He has redeemed himself. Michael Vick is an upstanding citizen. He served his time, and he's doing wonders for the dog community. So that is no slight at Michael Vick. However, I will tell you that my uh, f- my fantasy football league is still called the uh, the Michael Vick Doggy Bowl. So <laughs> all right, we're gonna take a quick break after that. NBA NHL, stay tuned. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. 
tell a friend. That's right, DJs. Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy, insane, maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. We are back with you. Possibly never even left. Listen, um, I made the joke on the show yesterday about people listening to us at like 1.5 or 2 speed. And and some people do. Some people actually listen to us at 1.5 speed to like fit the show into their commutes and stuff like that. But then someone blew my mind and said that if you listen to us at 0.75 speed, it's like, uh, wow, I got to get, get this quote. It's like drunk wise men, I think he said. Oh, here you go. This was this was B. Brett 7115 in the asylum yesterday. I listened to the show at 1.5x so I can listen to the whole show on the way home. But let me tell you, so much funnier at 0.75x sounds like some drunk wise men. So, guys, listen. <laughs> If you if you want to give it a shot, do it. Like, <laughs> listen to us a little bit slower. I can. I listen. I I I I totally could see that. Like, I Panther. I know you don't imbibe. I know probably the last time you got drunk was probably high school. <laughs> you know, like I mean, um, I, I didn't. I didn't drink in high school. You didn't drink in high school either. I mean, Panther's not a drinker really. But uh, yeah, listen, one th- one day Mad Max will just get sloshed and fucking podcast at night. And it'll be a treat. I tell you that it will be like listening on 0.75 X. That's for fucking sure. It takes a lot to get me drunk though. That's the problem. I am not a cheap date when it comes to alcohol. And so, you know, I, I, I recently went for my like annual checkup Panther. You should go for an annual checkup. I know you that you're doctor averse because granted I went to the doctor and I got COVID, but still <laughs> I went for my annual checkup and uh, I was very happily surprised that my liver still functions. So there's that. Um, but it takes a lot to get me drunk. But once I get there, ooh boy, ah, no turning back from uh, the extent of how Mad Max will uh, slurringly, uh, you know, tell you uh, why uh, Caleb Williams <laughs> should not be the number one fucking pick in in the draft. NBA Six Panther, I, difficult day. I feel betting today. Not a lot of games. One, two, three, four, five. I, I, I don't like a lot of what's happening. Mostly because of injuries. Yeah, a lot of injuries that creating uncertainty today. Every single game has an injury angle on it that's making it tough to bet these games. So I only have one. I mean, we can talk about more than one because I'm assuming you're betting a couple of these. But like, right? Like injuries, kind of like, oh fuck you today. <laughs> Kind of, yeah. There, I mean, there is a lot going on, and we're not even. I mean, I think we're still a month away from the, the All Star break of the NBA. 
maybe two, three weeks, maybe. But um, yeah, we're gonna start off with the Indiana Pacers and their in, injured Tyrese Halliburton um, going to Boston to take on your Celtics. I, there's a little. I feel like it's gonna sound just stupid, but there's a chink in the armor. Like Boston's been dented, and it, it sounds dumb. Like that loss to the Clippers, and then their latest victory. They didn't cover the spread. It's like I feel like. I still love them. I still think they're the favorite, but I feel like there's just like a little vulnerability. I'll tell you what the vulnerability is, Sex Panther. I'll tell you what it is. And I knew what it was going to be going into the season. It's the health of Porzingis. Porzingis didn't play last night. He's been banged up recently. Like, we know when Porzingis is healthy, Boston is the best team in the league. But... Over his career, how how healthy has Porzingis been? So I'd say with Porzingis, this team is practically unbeatable. But that's a big if. He didn't play yesterday. The assumption is he plays today. and But also the assumption is that Halliburton plays today as well. Which makes this seven line. I, I Do what you're going to do because I think I'm going to back you up. Uh, well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. You know, the other thing is the Pascal Siakam factor. One of the things I also talk about is a transition period of getting guys fit into the rotation. Well, it seems like it's happened pretty quick for the Pacers. They've won three in a row against pretty good competition. And now they're going against Boston. Uh, I, I think Boston wins. But seven and a half is too many. I want the Pacers plus the points for 10 bucks. Yeah, I totally agree. I'm not betting it. I can't bet against. I should be betting this one. Like if I wasn't a fan of the Celtics, if I wasn't a fan, you know, uh, I would. I would be. Uh, I would be on Indiana. Um, Homer asking. Think these games tonight will be better to live bet. I think so. I think there's going to be some weird, some weird scores that you'll probably find some value in these games tonight. I think I I can get on board with that. You know, with some some live betting on some of these games. Um, Last night, listen, uh, you could have got Boston. Like I'm, you know, you could have got a huge deal on Boston winning that game because I mean, they I think they were down by like 16 at some point to to the Pelicans. I mean, the Pelicans took it to Boston yesterday, and the Celtics ended up winning. So live betting, I think you could have got Boston on a really good line to outright win that one when they were down by a bunch. Um, so yeah, I, I would definitely keep a lie, uh, eye on the uh, live bets. Uh, but yeah, in this one, uh, tons of moral support lean. Uh, we're we're gonna throw Indiana into the uh, the DJ parlay um, with the points here. I, I yeah, I, I definitely think that there's a chance. All right, last one up for me. I'm only getting two. The 76ers are losing. Lost three in a row. Lost last night. I saw that one coming, right, Max? Losing to Portland. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Bitch yeah, slapped. Yep. Just. Smacked upside. Four in a row. Could they lose four in a row? Vegas thinks so. They've got Golden State pegged at four and a half point favorites. I think they got to show up. Like, you're really going to lose four in a row? Maybe they do. But I'm getting the 76ers plus four and a half. I don't know if we'll see Embiid. It's a back-to-back situation, whatever. But I feel like he plays. After that shit show yesterday, I feel like Embiid plays. And the Sixers try and win this one. So give me the 76ers plus four and a half for ten bucks. Well, he didn't play yesterday, right? I mean, uh, he was oh, out. He, he, yeah, he was out. I, I, yeah, I'm, <clears throat> I'm pretty sure he was out. He's he's been injured for a bit. Uh, remember, he missed the uh, the Denver game because of injury. Um, he didn't play last night. No, so maybe he's back today. 
Um, maybe maybe this is the game that is back. Either way, I think after losing by 26 to Portland yesterday, Philadelphia shows up and and loses by I don't know uh, three and a half or I don't know three something four I don't care. Philadelphia plus four and a half. I'm betting them ten dollar bet on the Sixers. We've got two games in the DGEN parlay. That's the only game I'm betting on the NBA. Um, let's burn through these other three real quick just to get a sense of this. Lakers, they played last night. LeBron seemed to tweak his ankle, had a pretty good game. Lakers lost yesterday, though, uh, in Atlanta. Ah, Atlanta minus five and a half. I don't love it. I'll probably lean the Lakers. Uh, back-to-back situation. Lakers are on the road. The fact, the fact that the Hawks, who aren't very good, are favored was enough to scare me off. I think I might like Atlanta on, you know, a money line situation, but I don't like either one of these teams. So I did get my wish yesterday, right? Because I bet the Lakers and they lost. So I've just viewed that as a win. Uh, So uh, let's talk about the Utah Jazz. Utah Jazz are in a back-to-back situation as well, staying in the New York area. Uh, They, of course, played Brooklyn yesterday. I... I bet the Jazz, but then we were talking about Ben Simmons, and I probably instantly regretted betting the Jazz yesterday, and uh, Ben Simmons had a hell of a fucking game. He did exactly what I said he was going to do. Did you see his stat line last night? I didn't see it, but I did hear it was great. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's, I wouldn't say it's great, it's, you know, but, but still, like, he had a plus 27 on the court. Like, he had 10 points. Uh, 11 assists, 8 rebounds. So, I mean, you're telling me if you got, again, I don't want to pay him that much money, but you got a guy like him that can do something like that on the court? Absolutely. I'll fucking, I'll take a guy that's going to do, that's like, I mean, not quite a Rajon Rondo line. That would probably be like uh, 10 points and like 20 assists. But still, you know, I think Benson is a hell of a utility player if if he wasn't paying at a max contract. Don't don't, don't forget the arrest for drugs and gun charges too oh i you know i was gonna bring that up today i was you know i was gonna bring up that Rajon rondo did get arrested like as soon as uh, you, you know, said it i'm like okay <laughs> i you know he's he's been on my brain for you know him him it, it was it happened in your neck of the woods too he's in indiana, indiana. Yeah. it's so fucking funny uh poor Rajon rondo um anyway let's look at the utah jazz and the new york knicks i mean utah not not looking good I mean, I don't like the Knicks necessarily without uh, Julius Randle, but, oh, by the way, they beat the fucking Hornets by a ton yesterday. Jalen Brunson's a fucking beast. I, I, I like the Knicks today, right? I got to lean the Knicks at home. You know, I know it's a back-to-back for both teams, so... No, no, wait, Knicks played on Monday, so they didn't play last night. Oh, yesterday was Monday. Fuck. What, Jesus. Back-to-back for both teams. <laughs> What day do you hope it is, man? I don't know. Um, so Knicks, Knicks did play us. I was, I was looking at the score. I was like, what the fuck? No. It was the 29th. Was, I forgot today was the 30th. This is why I, in the fucking opening of the show, I have to say the day and the date of the week or I, I'll just I'll fuck it all up. You know, um, anyway, uh, Knicks and, and Jazz both playing them back to back. I, th- I got to lean the Knicks here in this one, right? I think you got to lean the Knicks because they're at home. Utah's you know, has not been very good on the road. We do like Utah. We do love Lori Markkinen. Um, but the Knicks without Randall, I mean, granted, they beat up on Charlotte, but I, I you need Brunson to go out and put up a 40 spot every time. And speaking of Brunson, just, you know, Dallas. Hello. Yeah, good job. I get, I get, 
Good job. Like, right, job right. Like, yeah. You're paying money for Kyrie, and you could have had Brunson and probably still more help. But, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll lean the Knicks. All right. And then uh, same thing. Uh, no, don't know what's happening to Zach Levine. It looks like he's still out for a bit. Uh, Chicago hosting Toronto. Six and a half. Seems like too much, but I mean, I'm, I don't know. I don't, I don't like this Toronto team. It's they've lost five in a row, uh, nine of their last ten. They're they're they've punted. They're trading all their players. But I hate the Chicago Bulls. I'll lean Toronto with the six and a half. But do they have a? They don't have a single win in their division. Okay, the conference. No, so division would be Atlantic. So Jesus Christ, six and seventeen on the road. Oh, Bulls, decent enough at home. Bulls should win, but six and a half seems a tad bit too much. Yeah, it feels like it's a tad too much. I mean, the Bulls do have the propensity to show up, particularly against bad teams. And Toronto, this is a bad team. I mean, they they got rid of Siakam, they got rid of Ananubi. Uh, I mean, they're just shipping players out right and left. Who knows if anybody else is going to be dealt? Uh, They're going to build around Scotty Barnes. Love Scotty Barnes. Scotty Barnes is freaking phenomenal. But he can't do it all. Uh, I, I'm with you. I think if we're desperate, we don't have a hockey game or something, maybe the Bulls on a money line could go into the parlay. But with six and a half, I'm probably on the Raptors. Yeah, it might actually be it might actually be a good idea. But let's get over to the ice. We do got two games on the, uh, the ice tonight. Uh, got the Columbus Blue Jackets at the St. Louis Blues and the Seattle Kraken at the San Jose Sharks. Um, Ex-Chris already chiming in. I'm not agreeing with what he's saying. Sex Panther. Uh, Columbus and St. Louis, you on this one? Uh, that is the one that I'm on. St. Louis has been playing much better. Columbus, not very good on the road. Um, not really that good overall anyway. Saint, I mean, St. Louis, I kind of had them dead buried. But they've been playing some pretty decent hockey. Vegas seems to think they're going to win this one comfortably. I'll, I guess at minus 170, I agree. Let's throw 10 bucks on the Blues. Here's uh, okay, so I'm betting the blues too. I'm doing it, and I understand where X Chris is coming from. This has shades of last night's Ottawa game, Sex Panther. I bet it, Ottawa, baby. I know, but only the opposite for you because the line is getting better for the blues. It opened at minus 182, it's at minus 165. I worry about that line movement, I'm, I'm, I'm a little afraid, but I'm gonna do it anyway. $10 $10 bet on the St. Louis Blues. Uh, second game's chalky one. This one's getting worse for the Kraken. I guess I'll lean the Kraken. I I, I can't bet this one. Minus, minus 220 for Seattle? Just can't do it. No, about the only the only thing I can get behind is, you know, the Sharks have shown up a handful of times. They are at home, and it's a, I mean, it's nothing more than a value play. You're, you're pissing away 10 bucks, hoping that you can Catch up by plus 180 or so, 185. I'm not doing it because I hate the Sharks, but I think that's the only play. I'm not laying 220 on the Kraken. All right. Well, we do have our parlay. We got the St. Louis Blues minus 165 over on the ice, and then the Pacers plus seven and the Philadelphia 76ers plus four and a half. We did not have to trust the Bulls here. Thank God. Uh, DJ Parlay paying plus 500 on this Tuesday. Sex Panther, take us home. All right, guys, you know the deal. We're hanging out sometimes on Facebook. I make a post almost never on Twitter, X. It's because we're right here in our house. 
the asylum. Join our Discord. Come in and shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name. And uh, but most importantly, oh yeah, we'll holler right back. I'm driving, passing traffic, so I get confused real quick. But most importantly, let us know what you guys did yesterday, what you're doing today, and when it's all said and done, kids, let's make some money, fools. This show is sports entertainment. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. In short, don't be stupid. Gamble responsibly. We will not be held responsible. Peace.